0: It's the yeah. huge heads that huge allow hit. us yeah. to really get a good echo chamber going. Yeah. We, the hosts of this podcast, in order to record a more Philly union, discuss recent union games, examine the latest union news, celebrate and lament the newest player rumors, and increase our union fanaticism do record, edit, and distribute this episode of A More <laughs> Philly Union. We're your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm C. And I'm E.
1: <laughs> Very Love nice.
0: Him. Very nice. Yeah, you like that one? That was a good one. That's uh, pretty good. And we'll have to see. Maybe that one will stick. I don't know. We're yeah. still playing with the the pre, pre-season uh, <laughs> preamble <opening> options. <laughs> uh yeah i'm still sure. favoring the preamble of the constitution i know others are, are exploring other options which you know will be fun to see what else we can come up with Before, but well, yours ends. is pretty close to the preamble of the constitution isn't it oh it's it's paraphrased right yeah now. yeah yeah we tried one like that like a week or two ago i don't know yeah but uh i, I kind of like it that's good i like I, it i tried to shorten it a bit because i know the first one we did yeah. was kind of kind of laborious. Yeah, I was pretty much trying to do a one-to-one swap out from and uh yeah, it just didn't work. No, nah, I like that. That was really good. So we'll have to see how many digressions we take today as we record because there's not a whole lot of stuff to talk about. Um you know, we definitely want to hit our housekeeping stuff. Uh as far as to help us help the you challenge, just as a reminder during our preseason, we haven't announced our challenge yet for this season. Uh, but if you're motivated, please go ahead and visit uh, unionfoundation.org and, and click on that donate button. Feel free if there's a comment or feel free to tell them you came from uh, More Philly Union if you if there is a comment option there, uh, you know, definitely want to support the, the foundation to do good work. Uh, as far as uh, downloads and and listenership, I understand we have a new international download. We have we have a new international download from the Great White North, so our hearty welcome to the folks up there in Canada. Nice. So um, yeah, I was actually surprised, um, you know, on the map this big highlighted section. It's like, oh, look at that. It's like I and I had to go back and look, and we actually haven't had a download from Canada before, so kind of thought we did, but we did not. So thank you to the individual who uh, is uh, spreading the. Uh, the, the word here, well, do you happen to know which province they were in or uh, Ontario? Well, very cool. Maybe we can work up. There's 12 provinces, if I remember right. Maybe we can eventually get all of them. <laughs> Who knows? That will be our, our our fundraising goal. If we can get all 12 province provinces from Canada, Prince Edward Island is going to be tough. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a <laughs> so long shot. Not to mention Manitoba. Huge following in Nova Scotia. Yes. You never know. You never know. All right. So this week, we actually do have a couple of games uh, that the Union played. Mm-hmm. Two, two preseason games, first against CR Flamenco from uh, Brazil and then against Austin yesterday. Uh, in, obviously here in the MLS. Uh, we were fortunately, you know, Trevor, Trevor made the trip to see the CR <laughs> Flamenco. Uh, Good uh, job, and- Trevor. Mm hmm. Way to go, Trevor! I think we need to to uh, I don't know. We're not that we're, we're not paying them, so we can't give him a raise. But uh, well, you know, we'll it'll look good on swag. his performance review.
1: Trevor did appear in our Instagram stories last week, just, yeah. just in case so you didn't you missed that.
0: We should start like a <laughs> Where's Trevor campaign. Yeah. So yeah, it was great that we were able to watch the game, uh, at least somewhat. Obviously, the the Austin game we were only able to, tr- to follow via the ongoing posts that they were keeping up you know kind of diary i don't know if any of that made it to their twitter or or, or their x feed i imagine some of it did. i
1: think it did as well yeah, yeah. I, I was watching on the site itself but
0: um uh so yeah i actually watched part of the flamenco game um i did not follow the austin game too closely did either of you watch the uh, flamenco game or or obviously chrissy you just said you were following the austin game
1: yeah uh no i i, I missed the Flamenco. i just kind of caught up um later with the fact that it was all kinds of new people or <laughs> not or <laughs> people who don't typically uh start and and or play
0: Yeah, I imagine that was the case for both teams, but Mm -hmm. I don't know Flamingo. And and yeah, Yeah. there there were definitely a lot of unions. uh, Younger players got a lot of play time in in both games, Um, which is good. You know, that's that's an option (laughs) for them to play. And uh, first off about this Flamingo game, that stadium was a heck of a lot more packed than I expected for a preseason game. Yeah. And there was a lot that. of red and black there. They were either yeah. playing Flamenco or they were playing the D- you know DC United from the amount <laughs> yeah. of red and black that was down there. They traveled back in time and they played the, the Metro Stars. Yeah, right. Um, so a little disheartening that there were that many non-union yeah. fans there, but at the same point, uh, that was why Flamenco traveled. You know, yeah. they wanted to, to to see some of their fans in in Florida and and Absolutely. you know by the. I'm glad that there was an atmosphere for the game to happen. That, mm-hmm. that was probably a lot of fun for the uh, players. It's kind of like when, you know, when was that with the Farfan twins were here, right? When Real Madrid came through and, you know, we played them at the link. It was safe to assume, or, or, or it was no surprise that there was a lot of white jerseys in that stadium and not, <laughs> and they outnumbered <laughs> the, uh, you know, the blue and gold of the union. So I got to imagine it's something of a similar, you know, uh, pro rating down there in Florida. Yeah, I, I would imagine you're right, and it certainly turned You know, it, it's good to have that away atmosphere for uh-huh. the players to get that opportunity to to, to do it, especially since, you know, I, I didn't, I don't have the box score up here in front of me to see when they started making subs, but I, I hear understand that Gage Dog and Aura have not turned, have not shown up for uh, preseason just yet. My guess is that they have some allowances for what they're what, you know, I don't know if they're with their national teams or they just get a little extended break before they have to join the rest of the team. But, you know, it was definitely not the lineup that you would have expected to be the number one lineup for the union. My guess is is the treating this a lot like the um NFL treats yeah. preseason, where they really try to work the young players in in the early games and then as they get Close, to the, more towards the end of preseason, we'll see a standard union lineup come out at least for the first half in those uh, last two games of the preseason. Oh, sure. I mean, especially when you look at you know the starting lineup, and you have know, like when Donovan and Sullivan are the more senior players on the field in terms yeah. of you know on field time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's definitely you definitely know you definitely know you're in the preseason. Um, so uh, watching this game, it definitely felt like you know the Union were trying to control the ball, and um, Flamengo was fine to let them do it, and then Flamengo was good to hit them on the counter and, and and you know throw more haymakers at at the Union. Um, first goal actually was a penalty kick. Um, Blake came out to play. You know they made it. Flamengo had a counter, got it into the box. Flamenco player was carrying it. Um, Blake went out to challenge for it. The guy chipped it over Blake and Blake took him down. So it was pretty clear and, you know, definitely was a PK and they they, they finished it. Uh, But it wasn't from the run of play. So a little bit of, you know, solve for the wound there to give up a goal like that in the first half. Uh, The second goal, I think that was in the second half. That was just a beautiful shot. The guy barely got into the 18-yard box. He was on the left-hand side on the attack uh, and curled it around the defender in front of him and hit the upper 90 uh, far post. It was a really nice shot. i uh, you know, sorry to see him score, but it was well struck. The defender probably could have closed him down a little faster, but on the whole, it was just a really good offensive play. Um, other than that, though, it did seem like the Union were trying to generate attacks, but just couldn't find those final couple of passes to spring a player to get good shots off they did have a number of shots I don't remember what was in the box score now but you know they 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 showed okay um obviously would have been nice to get a goal or two to to to, to, you know not not totally get shut out Mm -hmm.
1: I I think it's good for them uh, especially for the young guys and new guys and all that to have this chance against a club that is formidable like you were saying earlier, you know, to to just understand what it is to play against a team like that, yeah, um, you know, and, and, you know, even if it's once and done for a while, it's just, you know, all adds to the experience. So.
0: What was it you said that uh, Curtin said about the, the, the value and, of the players uh, on the field? How
1: did he say uh, $200 million on the field? Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, he, he, he was definitely, it was the the loss was not of great importance to him, or at least he was not letting on if it was. Um, but I don't think it can be at this stage of the game. Uh, he he just seems like that there were a lot of people there too, whether they were for or against the union. Um, I think it must be, uh, you know, it's, it's an atmosphere to respond to. Otherwise it just feels like training right. and you don't have that urgency one mm-hmm. way or the other. So.
0: Yeah. It's almost like uh Immersion therapy, you know, in the sense of you you get into this little bit of a cauldron, throw in your younger guys, kind of, you know, they have to weather that type of environment a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, fortunately, it doesn't really have any real consequences in terms of how the season's going to go, but you, know, you get used to b- being in a bit of a, a loud, very enthusiastic fans of the other side and just kind of thickens toughens up your skin a little bit.
1: I mean, the other thing they could do is send you guys and your brothers down. I'm sure that would
0: <laughs> that sound would, like about 40 that people would That would uh, level together. the field a little bit. Yeah. Little yeah. Bit. Get those lob voices bouncing around the stadium, sure. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh, the
1: empty cranium that I think yeah. really projects. It's the yeah. huge
0: heads that huge allow head. us <laughs> yeah. to really get a good echo chamber going. Yeah. Good reson- yeah. resonance there. Did Blake... Play all 90 minutes of this game. No, no. Holden Trent played Holden in Trent the second in. half. Okay, I was curious. But a c- little bit concerning on the unions, uh, it, one article about the game is you know, they mentioned that Goshdog and Aura haven't joined the squad in Florida, but uh, Carranza, Flock, and Baribo were unavailable to play due to injury. So I huh. don't know what injury they're dealing with, but hopefully it's just mild. Um, or, or maybe it's quote unquote injury and they, that way they just didn't have to play the first game preseason game. I don't know what, um, I'll have to keep an eye on that moving forward. Maybe they went to Las Vegas, Las Vegas with Zach Galifianakis. (laughs) Did everybody have their, all their teeth? Well, I mean, it's, it couldn't have been too bad because Carranza did play in the second game. So, mm-hmm. I mean, unless there's any, I don't have anything else about Flamengo. We can skip on to the Austin game, which at least had a union goal in it, which was good.
1: Right. Well, really quickly, Montale was uh, just picked up in the Super Draft about a month ago, oh, okay. so that's why – That's who it was. He's the the one who, uh, from BU.
0: Right. Uh, when right.
1: We were talking about before, so –
0: uh so the second game was a 1-1 draw to austin uh and, and it did include uh and see it says here starting 11 featured a far more experienced crew than it did on sunday with multiple multiple starters returning julian carranza jack mcglynn nate Harriel. um you know obviously nate and, and jack coming back after the uh the slovenia game where both of them got no jack got play time I don't think Harrell made the made the field for the U.S versus Slovenia game um and, and then Carranza I guess was healed up enough to play the first half and ended up getting the goal you yeah. know well, again only have the the tracking here but it does uh, it was sold into yeah. Carranza for the goal we did um, catch a replay at somewhere and uh
1: of wait what are you
0: of uh, the gold that Union got
1: yeah on on uh, their social account
0: I wonder if Trevor um, sent them a copy of it
1: it was a very a very nice nutmeg I feel like the keeper was caught looking or not looking depending on how you think of it
0: <laughs> um yeah I mean the description here is uh, Leon Carranza scores first goal of preseason Combines with uh, homegrown Quinn Sullivan in front of the net, and the Argentine finishes it off between Austin's keeper's legs for the score. That was six minutes after they subbed out Blake for Montale.
1: And as of yesterday, Gazdag is in training camp. I guess he's just not playing just yet. All right. That looks like he just landed. So
0: I see like these senior guys are. Showing up at practice, like still wearing your bathrobes and yeah, <laughs>
1: martini in hand.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> I was thinking more like Lebowski. Uh, <laughs> hey man, there's a beverage here. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't see, just uh, there it is. Uh, so it looks like 10, 10 or so minutes into the second half, Austin got uh, tied it up uh, into the second forever. half. Into
1: the second half, yeah, because we yeah. were one 0 I think, uh, going in.
0: Yep. So it, Blake started it. Then they put Montali in for a bit in the first half. Uh, he probably it looks like he played about twenty or so minutes of the second half, and then they put Trent in for the remainder of the game. So so far, Holden Trent hasn't given up any goals. That's mm-hmm. something. You know, he's he's been yeah. a shut down shut down keeper. Trent from the Independent. I
1: know. <laughs> I could I thought of it too.
0: <laughs> Other than that, just the amount of of young players that saw time there was crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, just the second half lineup that the union played, I had Mbizo and Bueno and Donovan uh and Matt Real were were the four that saw time on the field of any significance i mean rafanello was in there but other than that mm-hmm. a lot of them are new sometimes some are just new to the club altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good to see you know we'll have yeah. to see if any of them play well enough in jim's mind to to earn a earn some some sub time or maybe even a starting position yeah i wonder what's going on Baizo too because i feel like the whole visa thing for his family and all that—it felt like it was more mm-hmm. uh, imminent that mm-hmm. that he was going to have to pack his bags and go. But the fact that he's still here, hopefully, that means you know nobody reported on it. But hopefully, it means that maybe that's getting resolved. I mean, regardless of Baizo playing for the Union, which I do like and I want to see that, but it's just hopefully, hopefully he's, he he's able to have his family with him now. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. No, I haven't heard anything about ever it. ever since yeah.
1: the uh, initial announcement. That was a lot, I mean—the first and last thing I really heard about yeah. it, except for occasional references back by commentators and and basically us.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So. Yeah,
0: I don't know if any listeners out there know the answer to that question, um, if you do, feel free to share with us at a at pod at amorphillyunion dot com. But yeah, um, yeah, I guess we could do some legwork our, ourselves. But yeah, I was. I'm just glad to see some, you're still hey, you still here. It hasn't hit any of the news feeds that I've been following in the off season yeah. as to whether or not mm-hmm. anything was adjusted with that. Yeah. But we did get word that the union acquired a defender uh, by the mm-hmm. name of Jose Jamir Bernadaccio. Rodicio, um, uh, maybe Rodicio. I know
1: he's we'll
0: on, see. He's <laughs> on loan from a from a Bolivian club for the year with an option to purchase. So I guess we'll see how he. Progresses with uh, training through the year, maybe get some time, uh, and and see if he warrants being brought back on on the club option for, so for like, next year. Seems so like he's getting the uh, the Ernst Tanner treatment, right? Bring him on for a year, see how it goes. Hopefully, this guy works out. I mean, he's 21 years old. He's played for the Bolivian uh, U23 national team, mm-hmm. so you know, decent pedigree there, uh, and. He's kind of small. They list him at five eight and one hundred and sixty pounds or something like that. Which, for an MLS defender, defender. is relatively small. Maybe he's an outside defender. Yeah. You know, maybe he's a, a you know a left back or a right back rather than a center defender. Yeah. You know, not, not, yeah. Not Wagner and Mbizo aren't aren't physically imposing players, but. They both put they uh, to be fair, Mbizo ha- definitely has bulked up a bit since he joined the union. I think uh Wagner has as well. Yeah.
1: Ray isn't the, the biggest guy. Either What's that? Ray Gaddis.
0: Nope. True. Not
1: the biggest fellow. Yeah, true. But to your point, usually on some wing. Yeah. My brain is broken as to which one.
0: It's interesting to it's, say uh, they brought in a defender. Um, yeah. you know, with Bedoya not being on the roster, and yeah, who knows what's, what's going on with that? And um, and Wagner signing the contract and kind of securing a spot on the team. You know, when it comes to like getting another player for the team, defender doesn't necessarily jump to mind. Um, I'm not saying we we shouldn't get a defender, but it's just curious that they want well, if- the defender. I would say of the four posi- four defensive positions, the one that we really need some backup on is that left back. So maybe that's what this guy is. I don't mm. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh I don't see if he's a left left sided player a left footed player or anything like that. Um but I mean other than Wagner, we don't have any true left left leaning outside mm. backs. Matt Real has played there. Mm. Um I think even um Harriel has played out there from time to time. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what what he how he develops. Yeah. 5'8", yeah. 150 pounds. Um, uh, so he's not 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 a physically imposing specimen at this point. But like yeah. I said, he's only 21. And uh, you know, you can get him on a good weight training program and he'll probably bulk up pretty act pretty quickly. Or maybe they're they're looking to do a little bit more, you know, pressing and attacking from the wings, that attacking I, defender position. But I do think it's pretty clear he's not a center center defender. Yeah. Uh, he'll be chewed up against some of the MLS. The bigger MLS forwards would just run over a guy that size. So we'll have to keep an eye on him, see if he gets some preseason play time. Yeah. So uh, as far as the Union go, the big, big notice that I just saw tonight was that yeah. Tommy Wilson is yeah. leaving the Union Academy yeah. to join FC, or Charlotte FC, as their new technical director um certainly a really great opportunity for Tommy, you know taking on that role at any MLS club will be a huge opportunity but yeah. it's really gonna be uh yeah. sad to see him go from the union's Academy because yeah he, that he's worked 10 years, I think he's done years in Academy, Academy now yeah. and you know the Union Academy routinely gets ranked number one or in the top three, at least, in MLS academies because of his hard work and his leadership. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I mean, he's a guy who works, you know, fairly upstream in the whole player production streamline and, uh, you know, having been at that job for 10 years. And, um, you know, I think we've seen the result of, of his work and the other folks like him, you know, generating these consistent, good young players you know your mccleins your aronson's or McKenzie. yeah kenzie mckenzie's uh, and um so yeah when i saw that article i mean you know one you know always happy for you know union folks going on to bigger opportunities but at the same time it's like uh oh man like we're losing one of our our home growers yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the in one article here, it says, in the past two seasons, Tommy Wilson played a key role in overseeing the signing of 17 players to MLS Next Pro contracts, including wow. five from the academy in the last two seasons. Wow. His player development strategy has yielded an impressive results with 38 players moving on to sign professional contracts and 18 players joining the union as homegrown players. Wow. wow. Um, Yeah, and then it says here, uh, Wilson has significantly contributed to talent identification and development, shaping the careers of notable individuals such as Brendan and Paxson Aronson Mm. and Mark McKenzie. There you go. Yeah. Wow. So
1: So, I will bite, um, because I don't know, what does a technical director do?
0: So Ernst Tanner is the technical director. Okay. The the chief technical officer. Basically, he's going to oversee everything about the club uh but the day-to-day training will still go to the manager Mm -hmm. and the game performances will go to the manager but he'll he'll oversee the academy program in charlotte he'll oversee the scouting of players in charlotte he'll work with the coach to, to to uh attract draft uh recruit players to come join there he'll be part of the negotiations of all of the um contracts that go on down there in charlotte anything that has to do with the club he'll be involved in down there which
1: okay is a- yeah i i for some reason thought ernst tanner had a different title but that makes sense
0: I, um, I you probably are right i don't remember what ernst's uh title is but essentially it's
1: essentially the same, same thing, thing. No, oh the sporting
0: director sports. is is ernst tanner oh, yeah okay. He's philadelphia union sporting director okay I just had it's flashbacks. If
1: there's any slight difference there, um, although I imagine it's minimal. But go on. You
0: know, I just having flashbacks to say anything. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to direct anything that's technical. I don't want to get technical about <laughs> directing. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be sad to see yeah. uh, Tommy mm-hmm. Tommy leave, but you know, he he certainly he's established a a winning Mm -hmm. approach here and a pathway Mm -hmm. for a lot of players to come up. And uh, hopefully that that, that funnel is full of quality players and and we'll see, we'll continue to, uh, as fans of the union, we'll get to watch these kids keep coming up, which would be great. I mean, hopefully he does a good job at at, uh, Charlotte, but not too good of a job. and Not when they play the union. (laughs) Not when they play us. Exactly. Uh, I like to think like all these former union staff and technical people going off into other teams. I like to think this is actually just a larger part of the union network. They're going out as like sleeper agents. (laughs) And then at some particular trigger or signal, then they sabotage their respective element of the club. Karen will walk over to him you know, right before the game. It says the Mockingbird tweets at midnight, and it's, like, <laughs> eyes blaze over, and it's like Manchurian Candidate. <laughs> yeah, there's a big high back chair that rotates around, and it's Ernst Tanner pet- petting a white cat, and it's like everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. I'm now getting flashbacks to the Naked Gun when uh, was that Reggie Jackson was uh, playing the oh. game. Must Kill the Queen. queen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Christie, we, um, we
1: all know the trigger word is Latu. I think
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> code word is Latu. We have a code Latu. Code, code. Latu. Yeah, code Latu. <laughs> uh as far as socials going this week there was a bit of news there Curtin and his wife celebrating their 20th wedding anniversary yes hey. and they put up
1: pictures from their wedding which of course was a, a i can't remember sitting here right now if it was december or january but it was a december or january wedding as we've discussed before very common yeah. uh for mls players but uh they look like absolute infants there um, <laughs> in the picture uh but anyway, yeah. Apparently, they they also did one of the social things where they asked all the players a question, and uh, he mentioned that they went to Costa Rica for their twentieth wedding anniversary, which was very nice to hear. Oh, they are so, down in Costa Rica. for oh, their, no, uh, between the holiday, between during the time off.
0: Okay, but I mean, it was this year for for their mm-hmm. uh, their anniversary. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. He was probably down there scouting Sabrina for. The- for <laughs> <laughs> She's like, can you not?
1: Yeah as we've alluded to uh in in
0: less fun news <coughs> still
1: nothing on alley um Crickets. and still in is now in bold in our our notes um uh but so i was spotted on the socials shoveling snow with his wife not looking too happy <laughs> about it uh and also defeating her at uh paddle which is a sport very similar I just learned this myself, but it's very similar to Pickleball, um, mm. uh, of Mexican origin, that he and his wife own a or at least part in part own um a paddle house place mm. um mm. to in New York City. Um mm-hmm. where that they uh yeah, they own part at least part own. Oh, that's cool. So uh uh apparently he destroyed her and she was already plotting her revenge so um (laughs) but which is fun all fun to see but just sad to realize how far he is from florida yeah so get it together guys figure out something even if it's not playing even if it's something else you know you can do better than this so
0: have them start the union paddle team or something yeah (laughs) but that's that's kind of the talked about this a little bit i mean aside from just not having Allie on the team it's just such a anticlimactic way to end his career here it's like we didn't get a chance to say goodbye you know if anything just i don't know I, I don't know what the answer is but you know if, if it I, was I, I mean if they end up not having him rejoin the team and uh, maybe they'll have like a tribute game to him at some point and yeah maybe not this year but next year they they'd put him up there in the ring of honor uh, you know it's not the last time he'll be involved with the no game, but
1: but no, it just but would have been
0: it would be nice to just get some sort of word. If it's going to happen great, if it's definitely not happening, make that announcement too. You mm-hmm. know, some sort of a thanks Allie for everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel like the silence feels almost insulting at this point. Yeah. Uh, admittedly there could be talks going on that we don't know anything about, so that might be the wrong yeah. um response. Fingers but, crossed. Yeah, but it just it feels very much like um I don't know. Like like they're just trying to kind of uh let it dissipate and it's not going to um that easily. I really don't think it will. So, uh no, we'll have to it. keep It's watching. time to address it.
0: Keep watching, keep hoping, you know, it's we're still relatively early in preseason. Yeah. Although we are a month away, I believe, from uh the 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 uh, CONCACAF Champions Cup game in in uh, Costa Rica. I believe that's february 24th the uh, the home opener versus chicago's on february 20th yeah
1: it's the home opener it, so so as we record we are one month away to the day from the home opener against chicago
0: wow right see? so they got Saprissa on the on the 20th of of february right in mm-hmm. costa rica and
1: in that's the, you said that's the
0: conference champions
1: champions cup, cup. okay
0: if they want to get Ali back in time to be a part of those first couple of games, he is going to need some preseason training. Yeah, so hopefully they get yeah. that worked out and and done, and you know we can put that to bed and and look forward to the season.
1: Besides paddle,
0: that's right. So speaking of preseason, the Union do have a game this Saturday against NYCFC at eleven in the morning. And then they're off for a break until February 9th. So they've got a game on the 27th and then they've got essentially two weeks off, Mm -hmm. uh, before they play Cincy on Friday, the 9th. And then Wednesday, the following Wednesday, the 14th, they will finish their preseason games against revolution before they travel. I'm assuming they'll travel that weekend or, or the late the following or early the following week, the, to get down to, um, Costa Rica for their game against Parisa. Mm. They're going up against uh, their last uh, MLS preseason game will, will be against uh, Caleb Porter's New England Revolution. Yes, which was kind of nice to see uh, him get that 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 gig. Well, I mean, he's too good of a coach not to end up somewhere. Which is oh sure, where? Sure.
1: When do we get right. Wes Anderson's Austin FC? That's what I want to know.
0: Wes Anderson's Austin FC. When you said
1: Caleb Porter's New England rubbish, I I mean, it just struck me
0: as (laughs) Jada Gerwig's Barbie.
1: Uh, You know. Somebody Um, needs to make a Wes Anderson.
0: Somebody now needs to make that Wes Anderson trailer of Austin FC's uh, season for 2024. That would be so funny. That would be awesome. Make it happen. Somebody
1: make it happen.
0: Come on, Internet. Do it. You know, get McConaughey in there, and so... <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, get, McConaughey. A, get a Lyle Lovett as well, maybe. Yeah,
1: McConaughey in a in a Wes Anderson movie would, would be so much fun. That would be. That'd be great. Austin. <laughs> nice awesome. You're sitting on a gold
0: mine. Make it happen.
1: I mean, they're both Austinians. That's not mm-hmm. a thing, but I just decided it is.
0: Austin, well, um, what's his, his name? Um, Lyle Lovett's from what Lubbock, te- Texas. I believe so. He just feels like his personality would seem to suit well for a lo- oh. uh, for a, a Wes Anderson movie. The
1: deadpan, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. He he was in movies for a hot minute too. Well, he, he was in a few.
0: Fear and Loathing. He had a cameo in Fear and Loathing. Yes, oh, that I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. That kind of tracks though.
0: Yeah, and it was a very bizarre scene that he was in.
1: Well, that that also tracks.
0: I mean, most mm-hmm. of that movie is a very bizarre scene. One
1: long bizarre scene.
0: but we digress shocker i don't have any other notes for this week did you guys have anything else you wanted to cover tonight um
1: no i think it's kind of a short one i think we're just you know um still getting going us the team everybody all i have to say is figure it out with Allie. just figure it out
0: figure it out figure it out one job yep we have multiple jobs. They have a, a lot, lot of, of jobs, those but, jobs
1: but one of them is to do right by him one way or the other. so all
0: right so that's our recording for this night uh, for tonight and uh, you can follow us. our website is amorephilyunion.com please reach out if you have any if you want to get involved and share share any uh, feedback on on the podcast. Uh, our, our email is pod at AmorePhillyUnion.com. You can reach us at x at Amore Philly U. On Instagram, YouTube, and threads, we are Amore Philly Union. As a reminder about our eclectic Spotify playlist, find us under Amore Philly Union. I have I'll love be... me now going through my head that are loveful. <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be some of it joining, the, uh, Ooh. joining the, uh, the playlist. We'll have to see. There might be. There might be. Uh, As a reminder, you can get our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, whatever. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in for another episode of A More Philly Union. We're your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm C. And I'm E. if you're starting 11 as an average age of 21, you just might be in the preseason. (laughs) And I will edit that out. (laughs) I
1: think that's best.